So what made me all excited, hot and sweaty about the markets this week that I can share with you uh, in my passionate, passionate, entertaining broadcast? Well, this it's this. Standard Chartered. Somebody asked me what, if you were forced to do a strategy on this, I think it could go as low as one, as high as two. I've marked it on there. Similarly, I've marked on BP uh, directions. You know, it's changed. When I originally did this, I don't know, about a year ago, uh, it was more attractive in terms of the upside to the downside. Now it's less attractive. Okay. A bit like being married to somebody for a long time. Now, originally they were attractive, now less so. It's what it's like. You wait too long, you end up with a BP. The trade just isn't as attractive anymore. So you've got to walk away, leave it. His Cox, it's at one, could fall as low as two, could go as high as three. Does look more attractive. Uh, British American tobacco, you got in early, you got in early uh, while the trade was still young. Okay, British American tobacco, it's at a one, could go as high as a two. No guarantees, risk, low as three. It's based on price action and also an analysis of some of the fundamentals. Schlumberger, Blech, too balanced. Again, I was asked to do these, so I've produced them. Halliburton, numbers look good, but the upside doesn't look that attractive compared to the potential downside. The downside probability is low, so it compensates for the fact that the upside is not too far away, but of a higher probability. Next here, all fuel solutions. I've drawn them as well. Again, I was asked about that one, so I did. Market growth after a recession can be phenomenal, the recovery. Yeah, we're not in a recession, but in 2021, it was a recovery yeah, after the 2019, uh, sorry, after the 2020 nightmare. So that's why it went up. Have a look at this. A lot of people don't know where they are on the hierarchy of financial needs so they get things wrong somebody like me who could die any minute i'm looking at legacy i'm top of the pyramid uh people who are young students stupid they'll probably be at the bottom of the pyramid cash flow basic needs are what they're going to really be focused on um, the reason i've drawn this is just to give you some idea of where you might be and what you might want to be looking at okay now, why this? Well, the reason is you've all had your years of euphoria and enthusiasm, optimism, probably made you a bit overconfident getting into 2022. Now you're starting to get worried with these markets and you might even be in denial that markets can go down ever. We're not quite at the panic stage yet. You're probably not. You probably haven't capitulated, gone through agony and depression. I'm not saying it's guaranteed to happen. God forbid it won't. There's drugs you can take if it does. But what I might suggest is just keeping calm and perspective and having good quality companies based on value, growth, cash flow, dividend deals, right? Rather than drugs. Real GDP growth is projected to be closer to 4% for the US. Real S&P 500 returns, when that happens, on the whole, the probabilities are that you'll get good, strong returns, but it's not guaranteed. Some years you get negative S&P 500 returns, even with high GDP growth, give you some perspective on that you don't need to look at that but you might want to look at this should you buy the dip well actually dip buying isn't that good a strategy i'm afraid three stages of an investor life cycle shows you how a portfolio should adapt uh, to support your goals now again it's because a lot of people don't know what goals they should have for their stages in life because they don't teach you that at school they teach you useful things like uh when the egyptians and the romans Walk the Earth. Obviously, incredibly important for your long-term savings is information like that. So I just thought I'd teach you this to make up for the poor education you got at your school. 
And it's useful because people often get this wrong. They, they either become, you know, they're not taking enough vacations, as, as would be normal in their 30s. Uh, instead, they're wor worried about covering medical expenses 30 years hence. Uh, equally, they're too busy taking vacations and they really should be saving for medical expenses. So it was just to give you uh, uh, some analysis on what you might want to look at. Now, meta platforms. Look at this. Upward trend. Is it still intact despite that massive fall? The point of showing you this is to say you can still have a company which is trended to go up but falls sharply. Something can fall 30% and still be on track for overall long-term upward growth. So you ignore the short-term noise for the upward projection. Advanced Micro might be in a similar position. T-Mobile may be in a similar position for those of you holding it. Amazon is at the dotted line at the bottom, which is the two standard deviations from its long-term average. Okay, so it's at the bottom of that. Now, what could it fall lower? Of course it could. All things can happen. It might fall lower. Chances are it probably won't. Notice how it's gone sideways. Things can go sideways for two years and still be in their upward trend channel. As you can see this, always a useful thing. Look at price charts. Just look at them to give you some idea of what can happen. Alphabet, however, is at the upper band of two standard deviations above its long-term average and could fall sharply and yet still be in tact for its 10-year growth projection. Same with NVIDIA. Broadcom, showing you there. Apple, kind of stock I like. The point I like it is the upward channel is well, upward. And should it fall back to its lower standard deviation? I don't know if it's going to. If it bounces around there, I call that noise. Up goes to the top one, bottom one, but it doesn't matter as long as it's still going up. It's like throwing a ball down a pipe and the pipe's angled upwards. Well, the ball's going to bounce up and down. I'm going to try and catch when it's going up, when it's going down. I know the general direction it's going in. Okay, and that's what we try and do. Which companies are more likely to keep on that pathway? Well, ones with good valuations, growth, income. Look at my campaign for a million.com and I explain a lot more about that. There, Microsoft, Adobe, lower end. Okay, similar principles. So what's happening with meta platforms? And PayPal, they can both fall below that two standard deviations. They can go to three. They might go for long-term decline. So how do you make sure you've got the kind of companies which aren't going to be in long-term decline, might just have short-term Noise like these, well, you will look at their valuations, their profitability, their revenue growth, their profit growth, their dividend yields, their cash flow generation. All of these factors will matter to reduce the probability that should they fall below the two standard deviation gap that they don't continue going there. For instance, Visa did fall below, but it's resumed back upwards again. Okay, and that's what we're really after. And for all of these, I've shown you a 10-year period in them. I hope you found that useful. Campaign for a million.com to get the links to my books, to get the links to a lot of other things as well for free. Uh, and my books for free to download as well. Because I want to make a million people better investors. Why? Well, your schools didn't do it, did they? And now you've got pension coming up on you, and you've got kids, and you're worried about school fees and all sorts of other uh, first world problems. So hopefully that campaign for a million.com will, in some small free way help you.